Many of us at one time or another have wanted to eat better, exercise more, lose weight, lower our blood pressure, or manage our diabetes once and for all. But getting to the other side of our health goals is not always easy. Designing a map to get from where you are to where you know you need to be can be overwhelming. But what if you were given a bridge? I need a bridge. You need a bridge. We all need a bridge. We believe in combining faith and whole plant foods to restore health because God wants you healthy. Enroll today. The Daniel Fast, a bridge to healthy living four-week interactive course. www.danielfasttohealthyliving.com What if I told you that you had the power to change your life today just by choosing what you will eat next? Welcome to the podcast, Eat Your Best Life, where together through interviews and conversations, we dig deep into the power of plant-based nutrition and other lifestyle changes in enhancing your life both physically and spiritually. If you are ready to level up concerning your health, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Cersei Blue. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Eat Your Best Life. I'm your host, Cersei Blue, aka The Faithful Vegan. How was everyone's week? I hope everyone had a wonderful and safe week. Um, Last week, we talked about weight loss starting in the kitchen. And this week, we're going to really talk about how to make that happen. So before I jump in, just wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, Guys, I do hang out on Instagram at thefaithful.vegan. So if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions on any topics or anything like that for the show, please DM me um, and I'll reply back to you. Um, Also, this whole season is all about weight loss. So if you are someone who is like, listen, I need a reset, I need to lose this weight, or that's also tagged on to some type of um, chronic health issue like high blood pressure or diabetes um, or anything like that, I want to invite you guys to number one, join the private Facebook group. The Daniel Fast, A Bridge to Healthy Living. It is a community that really takes faith and whole foods and combines them into this wonderful synergy that will help you to take your health to the next level. We have a four-day free prayer for your health a challenge that is a part of that group that is ongoing. So you, if you go to DanielFastToHealthyLiving.com. You'll get all the information. And if you're really, really serious about taking your health to the next level, you could also join the four-week interactive course that we have um, that will actually revolutionize your health. We're actually going live with that course on January 8th. 
So you could actually sign up now if you can't wait, or you can sign up now, but you could jump in on the live component. So you'll be going through that course, but we will be having weekly sessions live once a week to answer your questions and to really connect with you. Um, on a more personal and intimate level. So I just wanted to put that out there because this episode is all about weight loss. And I know that a lot of times when we're dealing with weight loss, having that support, having that step-by-step, having that someone holding your hand uh, makes all the difference. So if that sounds like you, go ahead and sign up for the four-day free challenge, sign up for the course, The wonderful thing about the challenge is it gives you a sense of um, what everything will be like so that if you're scared to jump all in, you could kind of wet your toes in the challenge. So I just wanted to say that I'm also on Facebook, um, The Faithful Vegan. We do have our podcast group, which is the Eat Your Best Life private group, and that is just to kind of continue the conversation um, about the topics in the podcast there, so you could also join there as well. But guys, I'm excited about this next um topic that we're going to be talking about today. Um, Last week, like I said, we talked about the fact that weight loss begins in the kitchen. And I hope I was able to convince you that um, it doesn't start in the gym. It doesn't start, you know, it really starts in your kitchen. But here's the caveat, guys. It doesn't start in any kind of kitchen. It starts in a kitchen that is actually built for success concerning your weight loss. So now that we've established the fact that weight loss begins in the kitchen, the next question is, how do I build my kitchen for weight loss success? You see, that's the key. It's not just any kitchen. It's the kitchen that we design with the intention to serve our weight loss goals. So I think this is a crucial question because a lot of times our kitchens can be our stumbling block, right? We set these goals about weight loss and what we're going to do, but then our kitchens don't serve us. And so they actually work against our goals. So even though we have all these good intentions and we are, our heart's in the right place, when we come home to our kitchens, it actually derails us by the fact that it was never designed for success. So this points to the fact that we have to ensure that our kitchen is in alignment with our weight goals. And I know a lot of times we take that whole concept for granted. We kind of think, you know what, I'm just going to fight it out and um, I'm just going to have, you know, just, just wing it. But the truth is we have to get our kitchens in alignment with our weight goals weight loss goals. So today I'm going to just talk about a few tips on how to get your kitchen ready. Um, I'm also going to um, play a clip from a conversation that I had with the Hyder family. Now, this is when I, I used, I did the vegan kitchen overhaul, which is exactly what we're talking about here. Um, it's for people who want to reset. And so Um, what I do is I actually work with them to get their kitchen prepared to start their journey. So it's not the actual journey itself. It's just helping them get their kitchen prepared. So I'm going to actually play a little tiny clip of them at the end of this podcast. But first of all, I just want to get into 
some really practical tips on how you can build your kitchen for success. Um, and so first things first, um, you're going to have to basically stock your kitchen with real wholesome food. So that really is the foundation of this whole revolutionizing your kitchen, right? And so your kitchen has to be filled with an environment of fresh fruit, vegetables, legumes, whole grains, nuts, seeds, and minimally packaged items, right? So you want the majority of your kitchen to be centered around real whole food in its most natural form. And you want the the least of your kitchen to be of things that are packaged and processed. And if you do have processed food, you want it to have as least amount of ingredients as as possible. You know, like, so you might have pasta, whole wheat pasta that has one ingredient um, and those type of things. So just to, to name off some things in terms of the dry items that you kind of, to give you some ideas, you want to have some whole grain pasta. You could have brown or black or wild rice. You could have farro, barley. Um, You could have whole grain breads, uh, Ezekiel bread, for example, Um, whole grain uh, cereals. You're going to have beans, um, legumes, and you're talking about a wide array of, of beans from chickpeas to navy beans to black to pinto to kin- kidney beans. You get my point. Um, you want to have tomatoes, you know, different pasta sauces. Um, and then you want to have a wide variety of vegetables, root vegetables, l- dark leafy greens. You're talking about potatoes, onions, greens, corns, beets, fruits, vegetables, kale, Swiss chard, collard greens. And so I'm just kind of naming these things because I want you to get the sense of the richness of what your kitchen should embody. Um, you know, you could have other things like dates and, um, you know, apple cider vinegar and nutritional yeast. And there's just an array of little different um, condiments. Um, you might have some plant-based milk in there. And so I'm just trying to give you an idea so you could visualize what that power pat kitchen will look like. So the real thermometer in testing your kitchen to see if it's set up for success for weight loss is how much real food do I have in my kitchen? If if I open my cabinets and there's so many things in boxes, if I open my fridge and everything's, a lot of stuff are in bottles and you're hardly seeing anything fresh, then that's kind of an indication that you're not really set up for success and you have to peel back the layers and begin to do that. And so that is probably the thing. So let's get into some tips to dive in. So we get the sense that we're going to be packing and stacking our kitchen with real food, um, just like I described. But the first thing I would say as a healthy kitchen strategy would be to number one, make your fruit bowl the center of your kitchen, right? It's almost like the centerpiece of your kitchen. You want to get a really nice bowl, something that you like, 
that matches your kitchen. Um, and you want to stack it with fruits, a variety of fruits. And you want to place it in a place visually that's considered to be the center of your kitchen, that when you walk into your kitchen, you can't miss it, right? Because keeping a bowl of the fresh fruit as the center of your kitchen, it it allows you that you're more likely to snack from the fruits that you see, right? Um, and so you want to continually to refresh that and you want to kind of make the fruit the centerpiece of your kitchen so that you're more likely to grab a fruit. Um, and you also remember to eat your fruit, right? Because, um, you know, fruit is so healthy and it's and it's so wonderful for weight loss and, and keeping us satiated. Um, the second tip is, as I mentioned, I, I named all of these wonderful um, items that you should have in your kitchen. But before you could even stack your kitchen with all this wonderful real food, um, you're going to have to get rid of some of the items in both your fridge and your pantry that are not whole foods, right? And so there's going to have to be a purging that happens so that you, the stuff that you add to your kitchen could actually, um, you know, really take 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 a hold. Um, and so you want to remove items that are high in added oils and salt and sugar. A lot of your processed, boxed, sugary, um, you know, kind of items out of your house. And I know I remember, you know, back in the early times, you know, you kind of have this anxiety, but I, I can't throw this away. Maybe I should just go for two months and just eat all my junk food and then I'll start fresh. But guys, don't do it to yourself. If you are at the point where you're saying enough is enough, I'm going to um, really set things straight. Don't worry about the fact you could either, if donate the food, or you could just simply throw it away and don't feel guilty guys, because your health is worth it. I know a lot of people who that's been a stumbling block where they didn't start their weight loss journey or really nailing things down because they were really married to the fact that they couldn't give the food away or that they felt they had to eat it all first before they started. Guys, don't do this to yourself. You are worth it and you can give the food away. The third um, tip I want to give you, um, which I kind of alluded to it in the beginning, which is why I named all of those wonderful items, is that you're going to stock your house with whole plant nutrient-dense foods. So you want to get a lot of leafy, dark leafy greens. You want kale, you want Swiss chard, you want spinach, Um all the greens, bok choy, broccoli, you want to make sure that you really ramp up on your greens. And because number one, they're low in calorie, but they're so high in nutrients. These are some of the most nutrient dense foods on the planet. And believe it or not, a lot of us are just not eating enough greens. And so I, I always say the greens need to really have the front and center stage of your plate. And so you want to make sure that your kitchen reflects that. You know, you don't want, and you want to have a variety of colors, but that green needs to really, really stand out. And so one of the things to building a kitchen that's made for weight loss success is ensuring that it is filled 
to the brim with a lot of green, dark, leafy greens, okay? The fourth tip is to rearrange your pantry to make the healthier foods easier by placing them at the front of your cabinet or placing them in a place in your fridge that is easily accessed and that you could see them. I'm such a believer in this, that what you see is what you eat. I don't know how many times that I've had things that are just thrown here or hidden under this basket. And I totally forget it's even there. And so I'm not really having that much motivation to eat the things that I don't see. But whatever, you know, but whatever is on the front and center of your cabinet, you tend to pull for it. So one of the ideas I always tell people to do is get some of those um, nice mason jars, put your pasta, put your whole grains, put your beans in those jars and kind of line them up in your cabinet so that when you open them up, you see them first thing, right? And then what it happens is subconsciously, you start thinking of recipes. Okay, well, I got these beans, I got these grains. And it's just natural that you're going to want to eat what you see, right? Um, And the same thing goes for your fridge. You want to organize things in a way that is when you pull out your drawers, you can see everything that you have. I don't know how many times, you know, back in the day, I used to have things in there and it's like, oh my gosh, it's gone bad and I haven't had a chance to eat it. It's so important to organize your kitchen in a way that you could easily see everything, you know, your greens, you know, onions, whatever you have, you want to make sure that you could kind of stack them very nicely in your fridge that you can see them. Another tip I would say to build a kitchen of success is that you want to, um, you want to meal prep. Meal prep is so key. So you have all this wonderful access to wonderful food. You don't have access because you've gotten rid of all of the negative food. And so now you want to do yourself a favor and meal prep. And I know meal prepping could get really sophisticated, but I would say just keep it basic. You know, um, one day of the week, cook a batch of whole grains so that they're ready to add to a salad, or you could make a Buddha bowl, um, or you could just, you know, put it on the side of something. So you want to just kind of every week, just make sure you're making a batch of a whole grain. So you could say, you know what, I'm going to make a batch of um, brown rice this week. Next week, I'll make a big batch of quinoa. And then that way, you just always have a grain on hand. The same thing goes for a bean of the week, right? You want to make sure that you have easy access to legumes. So you might, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the Instapot. Um, I love it because you could actually um, make a lot of, of dried beans in a way that's very convenient. Um, and so you can make a big pot of black beans one week, a big pot of lentils another week. And that way you just have it in the fridge. Um, and then that way you could kind of play with it, you know, and make different dishes, right? So that you just kind of have that easy access. Um, the other thing in terms of the meal prep is to prep some produce, right? You want to chop some of your favorite veggies so it's ready for cooking or snacking. Um, you want to wash and dry one or two leafy greens in a salad spinner and store it in a plastic bag. That way, when you're ready to make that big salad or something like this, everything is kind of ready to go. Um, and you could do the same thing by chopping your onions or your leeks or your shallots and putting it in a separate container. Um, that 
that way it's easy when you have to saute something. So the, the key that I'm trying to make here, and, 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 that, and remember, this is just a very surface um, concept of meal prepping. It could go way deeper than that. But the whole point is stack your kitchen with healthy food. And then at the same time, make sure that you are willing to prep each week so that you don't always feel like you're um, shuffling to find what to make, or you don't want to have it to become a burden because you're spending way too much time in the kitchen. The other tip moving on is have an emergency stash of frozen um, fruit, frozen vegetables, and frozen grains. Because let's face it, even though you stock your fridge with all this wonderful fresh produce and you've made your grain for the week, life happens and sometimes we run out and we haven't made it to the grocery store. And now you're figuring, okay, what am I going to make? And so that we don't revert back to, um, you know, oh, let me just go out and eat or let me just go buy something. If you have frozen fruit or frozen vegetables or frozen, even frozen grains, um, you could also just grab something from the freezer and it's just as good. So you always want to have that emergency stash of frozen food and even canned goods. You want to have a few canned beans. Of course, yes, making your own fresh is great, but there's going to be times in your in your kitchen where you're going to um, be in a rush and you just need to grab some beans. The only thing I suggest is that you make sure you rinse your beans off so that you get that excess um, sodium off of that and you're ready to go. Um, The last tip that I want to give you is, second to last tip, is confine food to the kitchen. I'll say it again, confine eating and food to the kitchen. Trust me on this one. Don't hide food throughout the house. You know, like there's like, okay, well, that living room has a bowl of this and that has, you know, or or in the office, I have bars in my, in my desk drawer. You want to kind of... N- kind of funnel everything to kind of be in the kitchen. Um, And this allows you to eat without distractions. You know, how often do we, are we eating at our desk? We're eating in front of the television. We're eating like everywhere. And what happens is we get very distracted about what we're eating. And it's a little more difficult to um, be mindful and to eat intentionally and to really kind of... um, embrace what's happening. And there's a lot of studies that are showing that when we eat in a non-distractive manner, it actually aids to weight loss. So part of getting away from all of that distraction is by just confining food to the kitchen, you know? And of course, I'm, I get it and I know, and I'm human just the same. And I do this too. There's movie night and there's social events. And I'm not talking about that per se, because of course, um, you know, you're going to have a movie night or a movie, whatever, and you're going to have your, you might have some popcorn and you're eating it. That's different. But I'm saying overall, day in and day out, most days, 99% of the time, you want to make sure that you're eating and you're funneling and you're confining food to the kitchen. Um, And you want to try to make a habit of just eating 
and just eating without anything else. You're not reading a paper, you're not watching TV, you're just eating. That is also a part of the framework of building a kitchen for success. By being able to see your kitchen as your sacred place of eating, okay? Um, And this kind of leads to the last tip, which is making your kitchen a space you enjoy to cook and eat, right? You want to... um, create an environment in your kitchen that not only visually has healthy food, but then also the um, the vibe, for lack of a better word, of your kitchen is kind of fits you, right? So you might have your favorite music playing when you're cooking. You might put um, your favorite art in your kitchen. You kind of want to make your kitchen just be something that you love to be in, a space that you are comfortable with, you know, and and because that all flows into, um, every, you know, the whole dynamic of you know, eating in the kitchen and having the good food and being mindful and just knowing that your kitchen is a safe space, that it's not going to work against you. How many times have we left things in our kitchen or in our home that absolutely works against us? It's almost like our home is not a safe space. And so what I'm saying to you is have your kitchen work in your best interest by filling it up. And what's awesome about this is that it aids in weight loss for a couple of reasons. Because one, even if you're craving something unhealthy, if you go out to some kind of event, you might, let's just say you grab some ice cream, you eat that ice cream out there and it's over, right? And it's not that, but what happens is when we have ice cream in our house, it's the party that never ends, right? Because we're going, we're eating it tonight and then we're eating it tomorrow or we're eating one and then going back for another and another. And so it's this dance that we do with ourselves that is so damaging. But when we kind of make, draw that line in the sand and we kind of build a kitchen for success concerning our health, then we don't have to have that battle in the house, right? So that's the amazing part about really setting your kitchen up for success. So I hope you guys will do that. Um, so yeah, um, so right now I'm gonna go ahead and play um, a wonderful testimony that I had with the Hyder family who wanted to set up their kitchen for success. And so I walked them through one, I came to their house and I did exactly what I just outlined here for you guys, which was help them remove the negative food, stock it with wonderful food, um, and assisted them with helping them to meal prep for the week. And we even went ahead and made some recipes and just created that environment of of setting their kitchen up for success. And so I was really pleased with that. And it's a a wonderful story. I just wanted you to kind of hear from their side of the the fence of how they felt about it. Um, And hopefully that will be some encouragement to you that if you are at the point where you're saying, you know what, I want to lose weight. I'm convinced that it does start with what I put in my mouth. Then I'm hoping that you will 
also take the next step and say that I'm going to make my kitchen a safe space so that it is conducive for my weight loss. And so I'm going to go ahead and play that for you and um, close out from there. Stacy and Matthew here. So I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Um, if I could get back to the pictures, because I want to show you guys the pictures because it was just an amazing um, time that we had. But the first question I have for you guys is what made you even want to do the, the vegan, pay for vegan kitchen overhaul? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was mainly because we just wanted to um, get healthy. You know, we yeah. have a baby girl now and mm -hmm. she's going to be one soon and we kind of just want to you know be around for her obviously yeah so, okay. that was mainly it all right wonderful and so let's talk about the first part so i came to your home um and we redid your pantry went to your fridge tell a little bit about how that experience was and was it helpful and what are some of the things that you learned from that and the beginning, learning that we were not eating healthy at all. Mm -hmm. We went from a loaded pantry to a deserted one. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. But eating healthy is not as hard as everybody makes it seem. It's all about, you know, just take the time and enjoy what you're doing rather than just having to go you know, you get off work and go straight to a fast food area. Just right. come home and take your time, prep everything, and you can make meals for days and yeah. one go. It tastes better. And then you yeah. know that you're consuming something that's going to be more beneficial for you. Right, right. And so um, we, one of the things we did talk about there is when you see your food, you're most likely to eat it. And I, if I could get the technical difficulties over, I'll be able to show some of the pictures. But you were able to organize your foods where you were able to see all the, the wonderful fresh foods that you had. Um, I know that I had to end up taking out some of your sauces. We talked a lot about condiments and how we were so shocked about the, cal the calories and sodium. And do you want to talk a little bit about that? Was it the, yeah. the voodoo the voodoo sauce shrimp sauce? <laughs> oh yeah, that uh, boom boom yeah. sauce, mm -hmm. where it's mainly just sodium and sugar. Right. That's what makes it have that fake taste that I want to call it. Because right. it's more it's it's like a mind trick when it comes to the taste rather than like the one that you had us go for is that yeah. date syrup. And we right. still use that when it comes to like breakfast, use it on pancakes, use it on toast. Yes. It mimics the same taste you would for syrup, but then you know when you look at it, it only has the one simple ingredient. Right, right. Rather and than that's, uh, yes. corn syrup. Right, right. Corn and syrup so, yes. And so let's move along to the, and that was one of the important things that we really tried to emphasize when I was doing this home kitchen hall was how can you replace some of the processed foods that you have in your cabinets and your fridge and how can you substitute that for real whole food 
because at the end of the day, that is really the, this, the marker of your health journey is if you're eating real food. And so we did a lot of conversating around how we can substitute um, processed food for real food. And, and, you know, and it was just as delicious. I mean, I don't know if you guys can attest to that. Absolutely. So in terms of the grocery store, can you tell a little bit of the grocery store? How was that experience going to the grocery store with you, um, helping you read the labels and picking out certain items? How was that experience? We loved it. It was very mm -hmm. helpful and, and eye-opening the whole, the whole experience with you. Because like, even when you know, we would pick out something, you'd be like, all right, well, that's not horrible, but we can do better. And I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and yeah. And Just you know, whole, like, thing too. like when you talk about like, if you're going to do pastas or potatoes or anything, do the sweet potatoes and do the whole wheat and stuff like that. And right. we liked it better, honestly. Right. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. And, and I think that's really good because I think a lot of times when we read boxes, you know, it says low fat, healthy, and sometimes we can go down those tunnel holes. But one of the things we do in this um, kitchen overhaul is that we actually teach you how to really read labels so that you know exactly what you're getting and you're not just falling for the sensationalism that's on the front of a box and that you're really picking foods that are going to actually nourish your body but also taste well and so the last part of the uh, kitchen overhaul that we did is that i actually came to your home um i sent you several recipes and what i do is i kind of get a sense of what you like what your flavors are um and then um kind of figure out what what your tastes are and we picked out i think about four recipes do you want to talk a little bit about the actual cooking piece at your home um <laughs> it was actually kind of funny when we did it because there's three of us in the kitchen and we're yeah. all trying to learn and and do it all together but um you know in the in the, the overall ending part it was fairly easy you know mm -hmm. once you showed us tricks and mm -hmm. definitely the prepping part you know getting yeah. everything cut up and and ready and stuff and um you know the seasonings we mm -hmm. we went to the store and got like fifty dollars worth of seasoning <laughs> yeah. just because that's yeah. the main ingredient is making yeah. it you know Flavorful, more yeah. so it was it was awesome i mean i i loved it and the meal turned out amazing and we actually got to eat it for what three three days so yeah Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that small little clip from the Hyder family and their kitchen overhaul. I wanted to remind you to please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Um, it's free. You just have to go to iTunes and press the subscribe button and then that way you can um, get the latest episodes. They'll give you a heads up. Also, if you could write a review and rate the podcast. If you are enjoying these episodes, I would be so gracious for that um, as it does help us to reach more people. So again, guys, I appreciate your feedback, your questions or concerns. Just go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram. 
And again, if you are ready to take a reset and jump in on a weight loss journey, four-week interactive course, please go ahead to danielfasttohealthyliving.com. Until next week, have a blessed week. You've been listening to the Eat Your Best Life, the podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. Until next time, thank you for listening.